Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm back for my final visit of the year with Rosie May in a wonderful gardens near Slane in County Mead. And it's bleak to say the least. I look around the trees. The crow's nests are quite visible. Not in action, of course, at this time of the year. And there's a lot of bare branches. There is, but I'm actually glad that it's bleak. Because it's coming up to Christmas and, you know, when you have a garden, um, it's fine to have it, you know, beautiful and colourful in the summer. That's easy. Um, It's more difficult and more challenging to have a little bit of colour in the garden in the winter. So what you're talking about there with the tree stems, you have to look at the garden differently also. So look at the beautiful white. Now I'm lucky because we've we've a big space or we're either lucky or I'm very stupid because (laughs) we've got a huge garden. You can mimic this in a smaller garden by just planting three or five or get one single multi-stemmed silver birch. And do you notice how beautiful they're looking? They are. And it's when you point that out to me, you have to change, as you say, the way you look at it. You do. And I visited um, the wonderful Ashwood Nurseries in the UK about five years ago on a trip to the UK. And John Massey, I was saying, how did you get that beautiful... um, white uh, trunk and he said very cheerfully he says oh he says I power wash them every October <laughs> and I was like what so he power washes his silver birch and it's only a light you see how different they are up up high because yes. I couldn't reach that bit yeah. <laughs> but anyway so my neighbours must think I'm completely mad sorry Mary um, when she sees me out <laughs> with the power washer <laughs> in October and you know what I see on the larger trees here yes. right look if you look at and you've just encouraged my eye now yeah. look at the lovely green moss effect up the boughs and into the branches absolutely and i i mean it's it's actually i think they they say it's a sign of uh, good clean air mm. and there's lichens or lichens or whatever you call them yes. i don't know when there's people who do entire mm. studies on them you see there you see yes the, the kind of the gray and actually further down there there's a lot more and um, it's very damp down in that corner as mm. you know <laughs> um but it's also about it's not just the, the the trees that can give you a beautiful color um in your honor um i put two really nice and tacky bright red buckets at the front door but it's the plants that are in them so you can have colour so do you see this one we all see this in uh, car parks and you know in council planting and the reason they plant it is because it's a very easy going plant it's a skimmia rubella and then the gorgeous one with the red berries that's also a skimmia but there's a female and a male and you need to have both of them to have the berries. Yes. So when you plant them, just even if you have a tiny one, and if, even if it's within about four metres of the, the buried one, it should bury up. And the main thing it needs is shade. Yeah. 
So it'll do very well in poor soil, doesn't necessarily need ericaceous or anything, just stick it in, in shade and it'll do really well. And that's three different types of skimmia there. There's a new one, it's a, a variegated yeah. one. So They're lovely. They're okay. lovely. Lovely bit of colour. In my honour, I feel privileged yeah, well, today. I'm, I'm not finished because in your <laughs> honour, in your honour, I decided to plant some other skimmias, but this time it's white. And it's gorgeous. I've never seen the whiteness. Isn't it fabulous? And that just combination there, they can all go in the garden afterwards. So they're just plunged into that pot. And once it comes to kind of February, um, they'll be lifted out of that and planted somewhere in the garden. This is a beautiful hellebore. Now, we, we know all about hellebores, but even if it didn't flower, I'm planting that more for the leaf. That's silver dollar. And then that's a gorgeous silver heather. So it just makes a nice little combination. And white pansies. Um, a white euphorbia and of course uh, the steeper with the ponytails that's the lovely just a little grass you know mm. so it's a kind of this is the the white corner oh it's lovely Absolutely. and a real contrast to the lovely red berries at the front door in the red skimmias yeah. now up we come i know i i just see at this time do you have to mention this for listeners because i've mentioned it on each visit the birds are working hard on the feed there's very important time of the year to feed them it certainly is and i've got three types of feed there i have peanuts I have sunflower seeds. I think they're black sunflower seeds and Niger seed. And it's funny, I don't know how the Bush Telegraph works, but I had never, I never had any of the little goldfinches. And it's within about three days of putting up the Niger seed, they arrived. Mm. So I don't know how, who told them, but look, they're all... They're they all, know, they, they know. It's a miracle. It is yeah. really the way they yeah. uh, communicate. When we walk by here, I think back during the end, all the colour you had in these beds and, yeah. you know, it is the sleepy time of the year. It is, but actually, if you look really closely, you'll see, see the tips of the snowdrops... Do you remember you were here last oh year? Oh my God, already. So they're coming up and that's the reason. I don't cut back everything. You can see there's certain plants I don't cut back. Like the penstemon, that top growth will um, kind of just protect it a little bit because it will be slightly tender and maybe short-lived perennial. So I leave the top growth on and then in the spring I'll cut that back. But here, that was all catmint and mm. um, you know hardy uh, geraniums. And if I didn't cut them back, you wouldn't see the snowdrops. Yes. So yes. there's a kind of a, a give and take, you know. Of course, so, yeah. of course. And that's course. when it comes, you know, that's when it's kind of important to plant a few shrubs. So do you see the lovely white? Let's walk up there. Yeah. Let's walk closer Absolutely. to it and we'll have a look at it. Yeah. It's a windy, breezy day it here is. and the rain is falling and it's cold. And yeah. But you know what? The garden warms the cockles of your heart, it doesn't it? Okay, is. here we are. And I look at, I see more colour here as we yeah. walk up the path towards the higher part of the garden again. Yes, absolutely. That's a Catoniaster. And in fact, I'm surprised there are still berries on it. And then behind you, they are just grasses that I leave until February because when the sunlight catches that, um, you know, late afternoon sunlight, they're absolutely beautiful. And then we have a couple of hollies that you can see. <laughs> got a haircut um, and then this fabulous shrub that is uh, Pittosporum Irene Patterson and I love it now it's ever green or ever white <laughs> and fabulous for flower arranging at Christmas and all you do is give it a light prune in the springtime um, hardy enough apart from in 2010 when they all died but it'd be good for our normal winters you know the wind blows yeah. We're well wrapped up, we have to be. But I tell you, Rosie is looking really seasonal today. When she came out and met me at the door, I thought it was the elf on the shelf personified that I was meeting. Yes, well, um, 
you know, child at heart and all that type of thing. So um, <laughs> I do like Christmas. And you can see that at the front door I have Christmas candles and I have, oh, I'm starting to... Um, you know, unpack Christmas, as I told my son. He, I'm not allowed until the 1st of December. <laughs> oh, well, I'm with you there because yeah. I think I said it last week on the radio. Pretty soon we'll be starting Christmas and at the end of summer and autumn because oh. it's just ridiculous the isn't way it's it? gone, isn't it? Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I love Christmas, mm. but I love it because it's rare and because it's only for the month, yeah. you know, and it just it cheers up, as you say, these bleak days. Yeah. So it gives us something. I'm just going to stop here, sorry, and t- stop talking about Christmas, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, to see all the um, like white variegation is very handy in a garden, um, especially in winter. And what I'm pointing out to you today are all the say like they're the supporting cast because in the summertime we never we never even glance at these plants. Mm. But when everything else is cut back, you've got lovely silver foliage from grasses here. That's actually a Daphne, and that will bloom in January, February. Some nice grasses, and then back there I have some cyclamen. Now, everybody buys the little cyclamen oh, yes. in the supermarket. But you can just see see under the tree fern. I do. I do. They're, Let's walk up yeah, there. They're cyclamen coom. And um, cyclamen coom, they're a winter flowering cyclamen. So they start in December and go on through January and February. And the ones I gestured to back there, they're cyclamen heterofolium. You can just see a few of them up there. Yes. And again, just for the leaf colour, there's a lot of silver in the leaves. And then they have these gorgeous little little flowers. Now they're not as glamorous, say, as you know the ones you see in a six pack in the in the garden centres, which are wonderful for you know an instant display. But if you want something to come back, plant either of those varieties. It's colour in the garden, and yeah. it's just gorgeous, yeah. and it's so delicate and petite. But it is there, and it yeah. just shows you that you can have it. What's that silver fella there around the base oh, of the tree? Oh, that's now. Don't everybody shake in your boots? That's lamium. <laughs> do you see it's on the? Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah I just see now, it, now. and you notice it now. As you, you say, do. it's something I wouldn't have noticed before, but today it's prominent. It is, and it also needs manners put on it. So, um, <laughs> no <laughs> you, better woman. Yep. So you can see it's. It's quite beautiful. It's just around the base of the tree. Um, so I have a whole selection of plants that I call better than weeds. And that's one of them. But you really just have to, I know, and then you're planting something that that's creating work. But you see, once or twice a year, we just cut it back so that it doesn't come into the yeah. path. And it does. It's like ivy. Mm. But um, another beautiful, see, just for the leaf, that pulmonaria, the white speckled leaf. We still have a maple <laughs> with its leaves. What a lovely uh, little uh what would you say, yellow to browny colour on the leaves, yeah? Absolutely, and, and another few here. Yeah. And then that uh, maple here at the back, it's actually beautiful just for the stem. It's called mm. Acer Baihu, and that's got a yellow stem. Now, in the really, really cold in the winter, that'll really stand out. But another little job that I'll show you, um, you know, we have the tree ferns in the, in yeah. the courtyard, and we have these ones. With the cold spell last week, I was dithering because I was like, oh gosh, I don't want to lose them because they're terribly expensive, you know, to, to replace. Um, and I, I just love them. So what I do is, see the white stuff in the middle? Yep. That's just horticultural fleece. And even if you just put that in and protect the crown, because that's where next year's frost is going that, to come yeah. from. Now, if it gets lower than minus five, minus seven for a prolonged period, I'll also wrap, say, like around the 
just underneath the crown, mm. the actual stem itself. Yes, you know, yes. So. so it has to be done. I have, I've, I've actually fleece. I use fleece myself as well. I have a few delicate uh, shrubs in pots, and I have them in my tunnel at the moment. But even in the tunnel, as you say, on those really cold nights and that, I deploy the fleece as well to try and save them. Yeah, you know, no, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a great idea. Yeah. Now we're going along here, and as I say, so these are like, you know, these are not the stars. These are the supporting cast, but there are signs of the stars to come. Look at the buds. What are the buds on this shrub here? Look at them. Let's yeah. move a little closer. Oh, my God, I love this. Because here we are in December, and yet the garden is yeah. telling us that yeah. new life is on the way. Absolutely. Now, this is a wonderful plant. This is Edgeworthia chrysanthia, actually called after an Irish, an Irish man and his sister. I think it's... Um, what was his name? Edgeworth and Maria Edgeworth. She was a writer, actually, her, his sister. But Castle Rackrent is the famous novel she wrote. There you go. See? It's great to have a bit of culture. <laughs> um, so this actually is called the paper bush plant because, look, it's very flexible. Yes. And in Japan, that uh, shrub is used for making high-quality paper materials. And they're banknotes, I believe. Mm. So, But the real joy is... Do you see all these little buds? Yes. So in... Probably in about a month. The scent up here will be amazing. It's related to the Daphne. Um, it's in the same family. And then all of these will have a gorgeous little yellow uh, flower, kind of little yellow tubes. Do you see the tubes will open on the side? Mm. So isn't that fab? Isn't it fab? And then do you see the buds on the camellia? In, uh, yeah, absolutely. So that and that. At the back, that's in the background there. Yeah, and they're huge, big, fat buds. Mm. And I will be so thrilled if that blooms. The one on the right is white and this one is a pale pink. And this one never bloomed um, uh, until I threatened it. I said, you're coming out. <laughs> and then a tree fell on top of it and smashed it and broke it in half. And I think it got such a fright, it flowered. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one here, the common mistake, and I've done it myself, is we plant camellias and they're too dry. Mm. So basically, next year's, you know, the next year's uh, flowers are actually formed during the summer. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. And if they don't get enough water and enough feed, they won't flower. So that's just 
But I've learned that, that. Isn't that the wonderful anticipation as well yeah. to see what happens and, and yeah. what emerges from the stories behind uh, the plants and shrubs as well. Yeah. So we're walking again. We're at the top at the very highest point of the garden here. Sure and uh, we're going to go out into towards... This was the wild meadow now, isn't it? We're, we're walking out towards. And again, of course, at this time of the year, it's died back and you've trimmed it back and mowed it back as well. Yeah. So uh, not a lot to see here at the moment. Yeah, and... Uh, the, the wind roars again. Oh, but look, I see, I see. Do I see hips still on, on, on a rose hip here? Yes? Yes. And do. some uh, roses in bloom. Yes. Now, that's a great long flowering rose. That's Rosa Bonica. And it literally blooms, un, un, unless I cut it back, it'll just keep blooming until, you know, January, February. And then the rose behind it, that's Rosa Glauca. And it's a gorgeous, or Rosa Rubrum. Um, really predominantly grown for its beautiful foliage it has the most beautiful glaucus i suppose that's where the name came from kind of bluey foliage and then tiny tiny little pink flowers but the real beauty uh, i think uh, you know it's the, it's the red hips ah, you know. yeah. and then the birds i'm surprised it just shows you it mustn't have been that cold because normally they're stripped mm. you know so. it's there for the uh, the frosty days and nights ahead which we're going to have yeah. now where are we going straight down here straight down straight um, down the steps we're dropping back down the levels yeah. here again yeah and that's uh, just, it's so funny just to see the, the veg, well, the ex-veg patch. Um, that's full of bulbs. So in another, give it another couple of months. And do you see this lovely thing here? What are those? We're walking here yeah. under a lovely archway that you've developed, obviously. And there's little dark berries on this. Lovely. What is it? It's a honeysuckle. Oh. It's an evergreen honeysuckle. And it's got very insignificant flowers as well. And then it has these, but I love I love it at this time of the year for the blackberries. Oh yeah! Would the birds bad? feed on those? Um, they they seem to ignore it for a while, and then you come out, you know, after a cold spell, and yes, all the berries are gone. So I don't know whether mm. you can see there's a lot on the ground. Yeah, I don't know whether that's because they they eat them or whether they just are blown off. Yeah. Now you can see here, the ground is so wet we haven't been able to get to where we normally get rid of all the evergreen stuff so much to the disgust of my husband I'm making piles um, I cut roses and I leave them in piles there and he'll either mulch them or if the ground kind of dries up we'll be able to we'll be able to get rid of yes. them you know yes. but it's just been extraordinarily mm. wet hasn't it it has it's just yeah. been I, I, I was actually just saying to somebody that I welcomed the frosty sharp dry days to give us a break from the rain yeah. but now we're back into that yeah. uh, damp and uh, incessant damp and rain spell that does really no good for anybody or anything to be yeah. honest with your health or everything yeah. else besides yeah well they were just talking about the the prevalence of all these kind mm. of lung infections and not I mean not covid just you yeah. know the regular ones yeah, that we've yeah. kind of forgotten about yeah. you know so um just coming down here i did want to show you like we've got so many acers in the garden and um just here, one of the acers, uh, that's the last one to have dropped its leaves here. And it's called the Lion's Head Maple. Um, Acer Shishishagira. How about that? Sounds like you've had a few too many. Shishishagira. <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then the beautiful one in the background. See the lovely red? Oh, yes. Isn't that lovely? That is gorgeous. That is go and that's just the stems yeah. and the branches of that. And it, it's throwing out a vibrant, reddy, orangey, beautiful colour. Exactly. And it's called the it's Sangu Kaku, but it's called the Coral Bark Maple for that reason. 
um, because it does it have a, lo- a lovely coral yeah. colour. And then all of these leaves, they literally just fell. You can just see the last mm. of them here. And um, I'll have to move them actually because there's a lot of snowdrops there. But you see the hellebores are coming up as well. Around it, yeah. yeah. And they're in bloom there they as, are. We, they are. as we travel along. Absolutely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, you can just see the... The white really stands out at the back door there. Oh, the white is lovely. It is lovely. It is absolutely beautiful. So we're going to call into the courtyard on the way by. Absolutely. Oh, oh yes. Okay. We have to yeah. give it a if shout. You don't and slip. <laughs> no, no slip we're, well, we're well kitted out yeah. with the wellies and boots on today. You'd have to be yeah. in conditions oh, like gosh, this. It flew off. I was bringing you in here to show you. <laughs> so last year, my poor olive tree got very sad and I thought it was the frost. But actually, we really worked out that it was the rain. It was just too wet. So I got this, see that, uh, a big cover, but the, rain, the, the wind has obviously blown it off. We meant to put a bungee cord around it. So that's a kind of a good idea if you want to just wrap your more tender you know, yes. plants. And again, so last week I did wrap these and um, I just, you know, I put the... the these are the port- ferns, port- the beautiful ferns, ferns in the courtyard. Yeah. And they're still in full bloom, Absolutely. green as green can be. Yeah. Will that die back? It will eventually, but not until next April, May. And what happens, if you see them in the wild, the fronds just kind of, you know, hang down over the, the, the stem. And, I mean, obviously they eventually rot away. But here, just for a visual thing, because, mm. you know, I prefer t- to just enjoy the new ones, I'll cut those off, but I won't cut them off until April. Now, if in January, which it often does, if it gets very, very cold, what I'll do is, you see, I'll leave the horticultural fleece. In the centre. And then I'll get all of those fronds and I'll tie them up with a bungee mm. so that the, they're actually, you know, protecting again that crown. And then I have hessian, just hessian sacks. Mm. And rather than faffing around with string and twine and all that type of thing, um, just it was Porig's idea. You know, the big, you know, those bungee cords, they're so handy. Yeah. Literally, you wrap the hessian, grab the bungee, put it around it and kind of attach it and job done. So that's a kind of a job that I literally watch the weather forecast just to see (laughs) and you can see there's just you know it's just it's a bit of a this is bleak but the green is beautiful oh it's beautiful it's beautiful against the backdrop of the stone and just before we leave here's a lovely yellowy little fellow here well not little fellow sizable fellow on the left yeah that's a corokia and there are actual societies i think for people who collect (laughs) corokias but i know again it's it can be boring at some times of the year but isn't doesn't it really stand out in the winter it does it's and that's that's why i'm here yeah. and look at that pink there look at that beautiful little lovely pink here look at this fella that's a salvia lovely still flowering still flowering in december yes isn't it fantastic yeah. isn't it fantastic so we're going to drop down now into the lower part and it will be squelch squelch yeah, for sure go, down here if we go up this yeah we'll keep time. high for a second and then down yeah. to the lower so another another um you know, area of the garden which has these silver birch and another plant which just fades into the background. Um, see the formiums? I see them, it's right. And, the, you know, we just we just walk past them, we ignore them, <laughs> we, you know. But they call to us in December. They do, because, you know, they're both um, variegated. That's a kind of a yellow one, that's a whitish one. But I, I can see those from my front door. Mm. And when there is nothing else, you know... I think the white, it kind of mirrors the white of the silver birch. But I love trees anyway, so I love even skeletons of trees, like the two oak trees there. Um, 
they were essentially bonsai for about 20 years because my two sister-in-laws planted them as acorns from Cool Park, actually. And then she gave them to me and they'd sulked for about 10 years and now they've just oh. caught up with their 40-year-old selves. Fantastic. <laughs> we're on the path beside the pond and more beautiful... Oh, beautiful, vibrant winter colour. Yes, I really am a fan of that Pittosporum Irene Patterson. And you can just see, this is quite a shady lane. So I planted three together here and they get a little bit of protection from the beach hedge behind. But don't they really stand out? Ah, They do, they do. And then this was a job I was doing about, well, probably about six weeks ago. Do you see all this? There's some here, some down there. Primroses. They're actually primroses and they were really getting very congested. They were lovely purple and I dug them up, split them and they've, they've already, like look, they've tripled in they size, have. you know. They so have. they'll be beautiful now in And they perpetuate. February. I put some in my garden where there is now houses built where I used to walk my dog, Rosie, didn't I lift a few of them before for memories yeah. and put them in a little patch in my garden. Now it dries out in the air, they like damp, I know that, but uh, they've... They've seeded everywhere. Yeah, no, they're super, super little plants. And I love the cowslips as well, mm. but they're more rare. That's another Pittosporum oh, there. Oh, look, 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 look. Yeah. Look at this one. Isn't it fabulous? And uh, I think that's uh, Bano Bay, I think it's called. Okay, we walk on towards the very base of the garden. What are we going to look at here? What will we see down here? We are going to look at some viburnums. And I don't understand why more people don't, don't plant them. Um, look at all the flowers coming on this. Um, now this one is Lisa Rose there's two of them there Um, you can prune it to keep it in shape I've allowed them just to kind of take off initially Um, the flowers are still on the hydrangea and uh, just the two viburnums there beautiful they'll flower flower all the way through until February and then you'll get like a little blackberry and then behind us here uh, again (laughs) it looks like I'm really have a lot of variegated plants but they're great for dark shady corners and I have the room so they mightn't be people's first choice, but for me, they're a good um, filler for a dark area. And I love that one there. Um, that's a fatsia, and it's called a spider's web. And you can just see. See the lovely flowers on it? I do. Yeah. I do. So lovely. lovely leaf. What's that in the distance over there, that purpley fellow? Oh, that's a hebe, actually. Lovely. Which, and I can't believe it's still alive because they'd be slightly tender, but no, it's, it's... It's hanging in. Hanging in, absolutely. And in fact, do you see all the variegated shrubs? Um, my father-in-law was a great man for variegated shrubs and he gave a lot of them to me and I planted them here kind of very begrudgingly, I must add. But now I'm really thrilled with them because they've yeah. thrived, because they've, you know, they've gone into the ground. Yes. And then do you see this unusual thing here? That's a contorted hazel. Um, do you see the straight branches? Yep. I'll have to get in there now and cut those out because some of them have, have reverted. But otherwise, again, great for flower arranging. And that's got a lovely, um, it's got a nickname. I think it was called Harry Lauder's Walking Stick. He was a vaudeville oh, yeah. singer in, the, in Scotland. Yeah. And he used to cut a branch and bring it on, to, you know, on stage. Yes. So it's unusual. It is unusual. Look at the, they're still blooming. Isn't that ridiculous? Oh, What's this little remind me again? Alstroemeria. Oh, yes, still no, just. It did get hit by frost. A, a, a blast of yeah. tigerish colour on it yeah. as well, a yellow, a red, and it's still there. And I again look over to the little tree in the distance. Look at the branch, look at the, the trunk, oh, yeah. the branches, yeah. and the colour on it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely fantastic. I mean, 
And that's where, you know, if you do plant a few trees, they say, you know, I think I've, I've said this before, but the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. You know that quote. And then the second best time is today. So <laughs> never be afraid of planting trees. Never ever yeah. be afraid. Uh, there's one thing I just want to show you before we go, because this is my motto. And so much so that my husband got it carved into a stone for me. See this? I know it's a cliche, but I love it. Uh, to plant a garden is to believe in tomorrow. And it's attributed to Audrey Hepburn. Isn't that nice? It is the truest thing you'll yeah. ever say because as human beings, you know, we got to move on all the time despite everything that goes on in the world and yeah. the ills of this world. We've got to look forward and the garden teaches you. Yeah. It does. That very Absolutely. saying says it all, doesn't it? It does. Absolutely. So happy Christmas to everybody and more importantly, a very happy new year. May I say thank you to you for hosting me here through the last year. It's been just wonderful. I look forward to coming out every time. It's uplifting. And I know uh, from our listeners' point of view, they love to hear you as you describe your wonderful gardens. And can I come back in 2024? Of course you can. Because I'm, I'm actually looking over there and looking at a witch hazel that I didn't show you last year. I'm going, oh, darn, you didn't see that. So absolutely, you'd be more than welcome. Thank you so much, Rosie. Not at all.